Okay. Hey, Sam. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good on this snowy day. It's so nice to finally be getting some snow. Oh my gosh, I know. I just hope everyone's being safe out there. Absolutely. Yeah. As we were talking, Bertha Pass being closed is really unusual for this long. So they're yes. doing a good job on keeping everybody safe, though. We are we are holding true to our nickname of being an island in the Rockies. We're that's pretty cut <laughs> off right now. <laughs> oh my gosh, I didn't think about that. So that's so true. <laughs> I just had Dee Dee Faye on, who her dad was a historian here in the state, and she was referencing some kind of unusual, obscure stories from that book on the podcast. So I need to go back and read that. It's been quite a few years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, to do. But we're talking February. We're talking about Cousins Ranch, your Valentine Day that you're doing. So I just, that caught my eye because I was like, how did Valentine's being sent get started? And you're going to share that when you do your program. But can you share some of that now? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I do have to give credit to my my undergraduate studies because I took a class called the history of Christmas, um, which was like a super fascinating course. And that kind of sparked kind of the background and the push to do kind of the history of Valentine's Day. Um, And this is actually the second time we're doing it. We did do it last year. Um, and it was a fun little event that people were really interested in. So I figured why not pull it back out and do it again? Um, I think Valentine's is fun because it's one of those holidays that we all just kind of celebrate. And depending on where you fall on the spectrum of, uh, it's all a capitalist holiday or it's just like the card makers holiday. Um, so it's kind of fun to talk about the origin and it's one of those origins that's really murky is what I like to say. Um, We're not 100% sure when or where it started or 100% sure how it got its name. So there's lots of theories and I think it's fun to play with theories. (laughs) Um, So probably the earliest we can see Valentine being used as sort of a card giving holiday is related to St. Valentine. But the problem is there's actually two Valentines. Um, We're not 100% sure which one, um, but also it kind of doesn't matter because they were both martyred anyway and became saints. So there's... (laughs) Yes. So, I mean, maybe they're the same guy. Maybe they're two different guys. Who knows? Um, But there was Valentine, a priest, Um, who was in secret marrying soldiers um, because Emperor Claudius II had decided that single men made better soldiers than married men. So he had (laughs) outlawed marriages for all soldiers. Um, But there was a priest named Valentine who was marrying them in secret. So kind of a forbidden love story with that one. Yeah. And then uh, there's St. Valentine, who was a bishop, who helped Christians escape harsh Roman prisons. Um, So maybe it's also on that Valentine. Um, But the kind of the background for sending Valentines comes from a rumor that Valentine, we don't know which one, just Valentine, (laughs) um, was was in prison. And he sent the very first ever Valentine card to a young girl that he was in love with. The rumor is that it was his jailer's daughter. 
Um, and she would visit him during his confinement, bring him his meals and things like that. And he fell in love with her. And before he was executed, he allegedly let, sent her a letter and signed it from your Valentine. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, so kind of. Ago, how long oh, ago? Oh, go ahead. How long ago so did that, that happen? Yeah. So this was around 270 BCE. Okay. Wow. Um, Yes. And both of those Valentines were um, killed by Emperor Claudius II around that same era um, in mid-February, which is why we think February the 14th is why we celebrate Valentine's Day. Okay. Oh, my gosh. That's fascinating. Yes. But if you want to make it more complicated, there's also ties to... Um, love is always complicated, so why That's not right. make the origin complicated? Um, there's also ties to a pagan holiday called Lupercalia, um, which was celebrated on the Ides of February, which would be the 15th. Um, and Lupercalia is a fertility festival, and they would have animal sacrifices, and there would be um, priests that would run through the streets naked, and then there was a marriage lottery at the end of the day where unmarried women could um, have their name drawn from a lottery, and then they would go and stay with a man for a month, and then if they didn't like that man, then they didn't have to marry him. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it's like a nice little trial period. Absolutely. Wow. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's said that in the fifth century, um, the Pope at the time outlawed Lupercalia because it was a pagan holiday um, and instead declared February 14th St. Valentine's Day in honor of one of the Valentines that were out there helping Roman soldiers, um, kind of as a way to combat pagan holidays in the Roman Catholic faith. How interesting. I know. So then when did, do you know when the sending of Valentine's really became prominent? Yeah. So the sending of Valentine's really became popular with the Victorian era, which is ironically why it fits so nicely with kind of like the cousins history because it's the late 1800s. Um, is when it really seemed to take off. Um, And originally, Valentines were really, really popular in England. Um, They were just made of flat sheets of paper, but they were really, really intricate. They had lace, um, bits of mirror, um, applique uh, silk flowers or feathers. Um, There were gold and silver and red and pink, kind of some of those same traditions that we use in our designs. But Valentines were really, really expensive, so they weren't super common, um, and they were almost always handmade. Um, But then in 1840, the penny post was created, and you could send mail for just a penny. And after that, it became really, 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 really popular. Um, So by um, 1871, so just 31 years after the penny post, 1.2 million Valentine's Day cards were processed just in London. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> Shocking statistics. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Um, yeah, it was such a popular mailing day um, that postal workers were given a bonus for working that day um, so that they could buy extra food and drink to keep them going throughout their delivery day. <laughs> They need to do that to our post office workers over Christmas. Yes. Well, I mean, 
I, I've seen a trend where people will put out like bottles of water and snacks and stuff like out on their porch. So I think similar, it, it's making its way back into circulation. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Oh my word. So then, yes. I don't know if you can answer this, but I remember as a child, that was a big thing for us in school was to give each other Valentine's Day. So when did that become popular? So it's not 100% clear, um, but I'm going to, in my personal opinion, based on what I've read, tie it to Hallmark. Um, Hallmark started mass producing Valentine's Day cards around the 1910s. Um, and since they were mass produced and Hallmark already was in the card game at that point, um, I think they were able to produce them as a much, much lower cost. And I think that's when it really took hold and became pretty commonplace. Oh, Plus it was made of paper. I mean, uh, of all the things that you could give someone, um, paper was fairly easy to come by by that point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very true. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So tell me about your event that you're doing, the date and what's included yeah. and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Um, so it just kind of worked out this way. So we are actually doing our Victorian Valentine's on February 16th, which is kind of after um, Valentine's Day. Unfortunately, it just kind of worked that way with the calendar. Um, but I think because of that, I'm going to emphasize vinegar Valentine's, um, which I think is honestly my favorite part about Valentine's Day um, kind of history. Um, and I'll kind of spoil that just a little bit here in a minute. Um, but basically, um, the event starts at two, I believe. Yes. Two o'clock. Um, and folks can come in, we'll have some cookies and some refreshments and they'll get to see the presentation on the history of Valentine's day. And then we're going to have all the supplies for people to kind of make their own Valentine's. I'm hoping people will make some vinegar Valentine's this year since it's happening after the day of the event. Okay. Um, now vinegar Valentines, I think are way more fun. I'm waiting to um, hear this. <laughs> <laughs> so vinegar Valentines are kind of the opposite of your typical Valentine. They were sassy cards. Um, they were usually mocking or they were funny. Um, and they ranged anywhere from kind of like gentle making fun of to absolute aggressive Valentines. I've seen some that were just really, really harsh. Um, but they were insulting cards and people would give them to salespeople that wouldn't leave them alone. They'd give them to their landlords. Um, they'd give them to their employers or any unwanted suitors that they didn't want. Um, and typically, I think this is the funniest part. When people would send their vinegar valentines, they would send them one anonymously and two, they would send them COD, which meant cash on delivery. So you had to pay the delivery person when you received your valentine and then you would open it and you'd be insulted. <laughs> A double whammy. Yes, yes. I've never um, heard of that. Yeah, it's been said that some postal workers wouldn't deliver a vinegar valentine if it was too mean or vulgar. They would just confiscate it. They just wouldn't even deliver it. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. So, so you know, if you thought. <laughs> so you're hoping to see some of those on the 16th. Yes, I'm hoping to see a few more vinegar Valentines this year. Last year, most people went the very sweet route, which I can appreciate as yes. well. 
I just find so much humor in, and this just strikes me as such a Victorian thing to do, that you're going to insult someone, but you're going to do it so formally that you put it into a card and you send it to them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's going to be fun. So is there a class associated with the day? Um, I think there's a $3 fee. Okay. Um, let me double check that. Yes. $3. Okay. Um, and that just helps with cost of supplies, um, and a little bit to go towards refreshments. Um, but it should be a fun time. Uh, we, I think I spent all of last year cleaning up all the glitter, um, and I just (laughs) finally got rid of it. So I figured it was about time that we recover the museum and a little bit of glitter again. Absolutely. Oh, that seems like it's such a fun time. I, I am going to, I think I'm around. I'm going to try to go to that. Yeah, a long absolutely. Time since I've made a Valentine's card. So <laughs> yes. I, that's what a lot of people said last time. They're like, I can't remember the last time I sat down and made a card. Right. Yes. I think that sounds like a fabulous and fun event. So we also talked about, you've got an event coming on February the 2nd. So it's the 150th year of Grand County. So yes, it's a little bit about that event. It's our, what is it called? The sesquicentennial. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) It's a mouthful. It is a mouthful. Which is why I think that, uh, I'm not going to even try. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me about that event. Yeah, so we're actually really excited. So this is, for me, I feel like I've titled it like a Friends episode. It's the one with all the anniversaries. Um, (laughs) Because, yes, Grand County is celebrating its sesquicentennial on February 2nd. Um, 150 years ago, Grand County was officially established on February 2nd of 1874. So we're going to be celebrating that over at Cousins. Um, we're super excited. Um, Mountain Parks Electric actually gave a little bit of sponsorship money so that we can have kind of some cake and some treats and refreshments for people to enjoy. The museum will be free. That starts at noon. Um And, you know, staff will be on site, be able to tour the museum, ask us questions. We'll have a lot of our upcoming events posted as well. And it's just kind of a good day to get inside out of the cold. Who knows what the weather will be like that day. Um, And just kind of appreciate everywhere we came from. And I think it's really exciting to do it at Cousins um, because Cousins is also turning 150 um, this year. Um, The Cousins family came out and built the home by 1874 and really established the first homestead in Fraser Valley. So we're excited about that as well. Oh, my gosh. That sounds like a fun event, too. Yeah. Yeah. We should actually plug Penny Hamilton's book as well. I'm sure you'll have that on hand that has some fun. Yes. And I think Penny plans to be there as well. Okay. Um, She is just such a force with celebrating all things Grand County. And we are so happy to have her aboard. And what are, what's the hours of that event? Um, we are doing that one from noon to two. Noon to two. Okay. And Sam, where can people find more information on all the other fabulous events you are doing throughout the year? Yeah. So you can find all of our events on our website, which is just grandcountyhistory.org. Um, and then you can also find us on Facebook and uh, Instagram. You can see all of our events. And of course, uh, you can always swing by the museum and find out what's going on or give us a call. We're happy to chat about what we've got going on. Oh, Sam. Well, you have some fun things coming up. So I would encourage 
everyone to come out and visit Cousin Ranch on the 2nd and on the 16th of February, just around the corner. Yes. Yes. I know. It'll be here before we know it. Yeah, it will be. Well, Sam, as always, it's such a pleasure talking with you. Yeah, I love being on here. And uh, I hope you stay warm today. You too. Take care.